I think there's something instructive for all of us in recognizing that each day, any of us can be a lighthouse to someone, and we can also find one for ourselves. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. What we see in the Bible again and again is God choosing the weakest, the smallest, the least, the one you don't expect. He seems to specialize in doing the impossible. Because what we soon realize is it's not about us and how strong or perfect or great we are. Let me read to you from the introduction of the Jesus Storybook Bible. Some people think the Bible is a book of heroes showing you people you should copy. The Bible does have some heroes in it, but as you'll soon find out, most of the people in the Bible aren't heroes at all. They make some big mistakes, sometimes on purpose. They get afraid and run away. At times, they're downright mean. No, the Bible isn't a book of rules or a book of heroes. The Bible is most of all a story. It's an adventure story about a young hero who comes from a far country to win back his lost treasure. It's a love story about a brave prince who leaves his palace, his throne, everything to rescue the one he loves. It's like the most wonderful of fairy tales that has come true in real life. You see, the best thing about this story is it's true. There are lots of stories in the Bible, but all the stories are telling one big story. The story of how God loves his children and comes to rescue them. Our guest today had to surmount tremendous odds and terrific challenges in his life. Steve Pemberton tells the story of how God used adversity in his life to equip him and prepare him. He talks about the one person who made all the difference in his young life. And he also talks about the power of stories. I know you'll be as encouraged as I was hearing this powerful story, which he writes about in his book, A Chance in the World. What a great title and what a powerful hope to know that we all, no matter where we start out, we all have a chance in the world because we have a heavenly father in the world who loves us and knows us and has a plan for us. What Steve has to share reminds me of a favorite quote from John Wesley. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. So, without further ado, please welcome my friend, and now yours, Steve Pemberton. 
Well, hi, everybody. My name is Steve Pemberton, and I am the author of A Chance in the World and my latest book, The Lighthouse Effect. Uh, that's my hobby, writing. Uh, my day-to-day job is as uh, the chief human resources officer for a company called Work Human, which is focused on bringing positivity and humanity to the world through the workplace. So much of how I would describe my my time in the foster care system is reflected in the title of my first book, A Chance in the World. I got that title actually from the diary entry of a babysitter who encountered me at one and a half years old and saw the very desperate situation I was in with my mother who was battling alcoholism. And he said of me, this boy doesn't have a chance in the world. Many years later, his daughter would show me uh, that diary entry. Uh, And I smiled when I saw it because on the one hand, that was a prediction for what was going to happen to me. And yet on the other hand, it symbolized what I had been looking for all along. And I think what any of us want, which is just a chance. That chance for me came when I was 16 years old, uh, just three days after Christmas, when I finally managed to escape the foster home where I had been for over a decade after I was taken from my mother. And I never saw my mother again. Most of my time was just spent trying to find some semblance of, of goodness. Uh, and that did come to me uh, when a high school counselor took me in when I was uh, 16 years old. And I literally had nowhere to go. Uh, he saw me off to college. And um, as I headed off to college, I, I knew how important education was. But I was also driven to uh, have family of my own one day. And that's exactly what's happened in my wife, Tanya, and our three children. So I love to read. I was a voracious reader. I love mysteries in particular because my own life was such a mystery. I had no memory of a mother or father or family. So I imagined that I was a young boy detective, kind of like Encyclopedia Brown or one of the three investigators who teamed up with Alfred Hitchcock. Reading is a magical place, and it will transport you literally to new and different worlds, which is exactly what happened to me and for me. I was so restricted and confined in my foster home that I I did not get the chance to do things that most kids did, you know, play dates and you know, play on youth teams and those things. And so, uh, you know, reading brought that to me. But the family knew, I, I suspect, that reading empowered me. And their reaction to that was to try and take it away from me. So I, I was not able, I was not allowed to read books in their presence. Was all this, I guess, different kinds of form of control, I guess you might say. One day, this very, very kind um, neighbor uh, was walking to the local, the, to the neighborhood grocery store, uh, and she sees me reading on this on the rock wall, which is right across here from the foster home. Uh, she noticed that it was the same book I'd been reading the week before, and later on that night she brought me a box of books. And she did that for the remainder of the 11 years that I was in that home. She often brought me books, and never knowing the effect and the impact that it was having on me, uh, which which was considerable.
the woman who brought me books when I asked her uh, many years later when I was able to find her. I asked her, why did you do that? And she, in essence, said, I was told by my mother to give from where you are with whatever you have. That's something we can all do, whether it's a box of books, a kind smile, using someone's name when they serve you, uh, creating a foundation to help underserviced uh, young people. Those are things that are available to every single one of us to do, to get engaged in our communities. And whether that's volunteering at a women's shelter or uh, you know, local uh, boys and girls club, uh, to being a kind and, and good neighbor. You think about the, the attributes of the lighthouse, right? The, the lighthouse sees not the circumstances, but, but the possibilities. I think there's something instructive for all of us in recognizing that each day, any of us can be a lighthouse to someone and we can also find one for ourselves. I've learned that there's enormous value in, in finding love in, in untraditional places. Why is it that we remember the people who lit a path for us? You know, I suspect by and large, they were not particularly well-known. And I'm thinking more about that elementary school teacher or the high school coach or a first boss. And now to imagine, if you can, a world where somebody's gonna be saying that about you. And isn't there something magical and very special uh, about being part of somebody else's journey uh, and part of their life story? Uh, we might not be able to solve a lot of the, the major uh, issues that we see, or we may feel that way as individuals, but we can certainly, almost certainly, touch and impact somebody else's life. I'm a really good example of what happens when you do. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.